0: Listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. Because Rod and Karen are a
1: hot. Cornro Kenny, he was born with a vision all morning with the mixed dashboards, triple digits, parallel park like a alien came visit. Slideshow for the night, ten bitches. Fire holes with a blindfold, King Kendrick. Hello, Billy. So many plays on me, I finesse. Palisade views with some sex. I lost a lot of love for missionary. This the first time I confess. Me and Top is like a Kobe and Phil. A father figure, fuck with him, you get killed. Fuck with me and he'll kill you himself. TDE, the mafia of the West. Moving silence, yeah, we jugging like that. Act of violence, yeah, we jugging like that. I did a lot of dumb shit in my past. Lord, forgive me, I hope I don't relapse. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Test Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen and we're in the house on a wednesday yes we are ending the week on a wild wet wednesday mm-hmm. women crush wednesday who's your woman crush for the week, Karen?
2: oh i don't know i wasn't ready well, well since we asking out the blue uh can i have more than one sure go ahead okay my um woman crush is nick ju and my woman crush is nina
1: Nina and Nick Jew. Okay, so you went with some real women's. That, oh yeah, that we I didn't know.
2: know we was talking. about. No, no, okay. no. I
1: was, it's wherever you was going. I was, you know, I was gonna go with Michelle Obama. True. You know, I think Serena just won the first uh, round of, of her tournament really? on her on her on her um, journey for the record.
2: I know you ain't telling me we have rooms, You Not know. Bad
1: uh I, I did meet uh angelica you know the fan the the fan oh and website God. designer yes uh, she is pretty yes she was i was i was like who are you talking to me is it, <laughs> is it another attractive man around here i can help you tap on the shoulder or something? i
2: know name roger you sure you ain't yeah. talking about me i, I you sure <laughs>
1: uh but yeah so we have uh you know another great action-packed show here before we end this week uh of course you can find us on itunes or stitcher just leave us five star reviews when you search the black Girl tips uh we'll come up five star reviews we read them as long as they're nice it's that easy guys uh we don't read four star reviews shout out to that one lady mm-hmm. and we don't read uh even if they're nice and we don't read five star reviews that are mean it's pretty Ooh. easy uh, way to be heard on the show mm-hmm. um Follow
2: instructions if you want to be heard
1: the official weapon of the show is the taser and unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme um and before i even get to the double sponsored thing i've added a section not section i've added a piece to the premium side of the uh site where if you go to the com and premium uh if you are a premium member okay so once you sign up i've put Pay like i put uh screenshots and instructions on how to make the rss feed works for your phones and right. your mobile devices it's pretty simple mm-hmm. but you know i know i like sometimes instructions that i like kind of put out there for me Very so i can simple. go step by step and yeah. now you have that so Yeah, so
2: you can add it to your rss radio and some of your other feeds you know because we don't have an official app or anything like that yet so uh you can add this to your feed so whenever we upload it they automatically come to your mobile devices
1: yeah so thank you everybody that's going to take the time out to do that mm-hmm. uh as far as sponsors were double sponsors were brought to you by shadow Dial productions on the 623rd day that bobby is locked up in jail um shadow Dial productions has uh another album that has karen and i as the stars yes you can search it by using my name that i use on facebook now rod morrow <laughs> 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 so you can just search it and find me and uh we got an album it's called sunspot another ratchetness it's got nick ju on there it's got karen on there it's got alexa yings it's got thatcher johnson weldon it's got so many people that have been on the show that are being guests and stuff and uh we get to be silly and play parts and act out voices and stuff and it's some fun work man so hopefully you guys will check it out uh, just go check out Sunspot and Other Ratchetness on iTunes and Amazon. And this show is also sponsored by Bevel. That's right. This episode is brought to you by Bevel, which is the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse, curly hair and sensitive skin. Step up your shave game and say goodbye to Razor Bumps. Check out GetBevel.com today and use code TBGWT. You get 20% off of your first month at GetBevel.com. That's G E T B E V E L dot com. Alright. Let's get into uh, let's get into some some news and all that oh, stuff.
2: Before we, but
1: before we do that, let Karen go ahead. Yeah,
2: before we move on, and the more and more I thought about it, I want to add uh, one more woman to the list.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I want to add uh, Leslie from the Interracial Jones.
1: Mm-hmm. Interracial Jones.
2: Interracial mm-hmm. Jones. I've been calling y'all the Jones, so yeah, I've been joining <laughs> for y'all. <I'm> sorry, y'all. <laughs> um, <laughs> and the reason why for her, because I'm gonna tell you right now me being a black woman and it's something about a black woman that stands up and be like you know what bitch not today i got the time i'm gonna do my research i'm gonna go find out and she fighting for my rights Mm -hmm. yeah shout out out to you baby
1: so three three women crushes on the women crush wednesday for karen
2: oh yeah i'll be ready next week sorry you kind of i had three two okay i had
1: three two i didn't know all the rules i made it up on the fly cam right so i'll you know be a segment or nothing i'll probably forget next wednesday Me too. you know i saw you before the show you showed me your phone got the case got tore up Mm -hmm. you know what's funny about that whenever my phone case gets tore up i always get mad like fuck but that's the only reason you buy a phone case it's supposed to get tore up because it's
2: the alternative is your phone yeah it
1: in case you know what i'm saying like it's in case literally that's what in case means like yeah the case got fucked up you know as opposed to my motherfucking phone which would have been i would have been way like them phones cost a lot now
2: yeah they do to replace if you're in the middle of a of a uh contract and the thing is i'm not even gonna lie i'm rough on my phone so yeah we got we have to buy the one is you know wrapped in um 10 metal and almost bulletproof. Cause well, we also, a lot.
1: we also get the battery cases, the battery packs. Yeah. So, uh, it costs more, but I like the idea of my phone, you know, when it gets low, cause the battery goes out so fast on these things, you know, you just hit that little charge button and you write back to 100%. And I know with my, with the latest case I got, I can go back to 100% a couple times now. So, you know, it, it definitely comes in handy, but yeah, it's, you know, it costs a grip, but, it still costs way less than buying a new phone ain't that the truth and the way that they allocate allocate the phone cost shit now it's like you're actually paying for the phone for two years Mm -hmm. uh even though it's over the span of your bill you know once you cancel because like once we went to at&t because we weren't getting reception in our home with verizon Mm -hmm. i remember when we switched you know we got a bill you know and we had those phones for a year or so but we still got a 600 and something dollar bill because you're cutting your shit off it
2: was like, hey hey i know what Y'all gotta pay the rest of this now.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna need the rest of that money for that phone play. Yeah, uh
2: we allocated it with the expectation that you're gonna stay now. You know, since we can't tag it on there for five ninety nine a month, we're gonna need the rest of this money.
1: Yeah, and it's supposed I think they do that to scare you out of going to a new place.
2: Of
0: course. Like,
1: you know, they never gonna let you uh prosper. It's always gonna be some catch to the shit. And I think the catch here is like, hey, look, we're no longer uh just giving the phone away free uh and keeping you in this deal forever you can get out of it but then we're gonna need all the money for that phone you're like oh yep. shit
2: <laughs> oh there was uh one catch like we're gonna make your plan cheaper you know because there are a lot of uh uh different carriers out there it was like yeah your plan is cheaper but we're not charging you for the phone and your plan so we're gonna need this 700 dollars up front yeah
1: that's that that's that darth vader uh talking to lando Calrissian and shit where he's like pray that i don't change it any further when it comes to the deal <laughs> uh,
2: right then people be like well goddamn i didn't know the phone was seven hundred dollars yeah because we know when you tag it in your plan but since you're gonna uh get the cheaper plan per month yeah we're gonna need that money up front
1: but it's still like i said a lot cheaper than a new phone so mm-hmm. yeah we'll go get you a new case you know depending on when we get done with the show if not we'll get it tomorrow or something okay. but yeah, I'd rather be getting a new case and a new fucking phone. Ain't that the truth? Um also, um, another thing I was thinking about, um, you know how sex between two people that are related is called uh incest.
2: Yeah, fam. you know, just family. Yeah, yeah, two people
1: that are related. That's incestual incest. Mm-hmm. If you have sex with somebody and y'all aren't related, is that out
0: no then how
1: do you know what it then what is Then karen exactly you say no and you have no idea if that's true or not i didn't look it up on purpose because i don't want to know
2: no but i feel like
1: that's i feel like everybody's having outcess you know
2: if that's the case then yes but you know i'm in a outs-
1: we in an outcestual relationship right now you know we're not related and no. we and we having sex anyway Yeah. you know that's that outcest. so
2: yes okay. i'd rather have that than incest any day
1: all right yeah um so there you go and if you keep having sex again and again and again that's recess <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's right um all right uh Kaepernick <laughs> <laughs> cabinett got the whole world mad still uh, i saw the police the san francisco police union said something first of all the san francisco pd said something
2: and didn't they just get caught up in a big case yeah like they y'all y'all not
1: just caught up in a case they were fucking an underage prostitute and they got oh. exposed we covered it on the show i can't believe you're shot <laughs> and news, we covered on the show but okay
3: <laughs> i thought it was a different case i'm sorry shit all the police departments sound the same
1: no, they want an apology from the 49ers and the NFL Mm-mm. for for Colin, for the actions of Colin Kaepernick. They are so sensitive. And the police union, like, what do police unions do besides complain whenever somebody says something bad about police unions? Do they have a function? Do they have a job? Like, what is their function to do for people?
2: Somebody said that that was the Richmond PD.
1: Richmond Poli- Police
2: Department want an apology? No, that uh, had the uh scandal about the kids
1: no it was san francisco police department i know because we covered it on the show okay and if i put in my browser san francisco uh ah, the and
2: richmond probably got busted for that shit. it too. immediately
1: comes up that Cause i
2: guarantee more than more than one police department or pd somewhere got caught up in that
1: yeah like it immediately comes up like yep them niggas was was had racist text messages to each other Right, that's
2: the one where they had that little girl right right yeah. and they
1: also they had racist text messages to each other each other and uh they have they also have possible links to the young victim at the oakland pd so they also have officers that was fucking that girl that work for they ass too them niggas ain't slick matter of fact anytime you hear her say something about some cops might be fucked up you don't even need to fact check it it's probably true like i could have made it up been like you know they probably uh killed a couple people got away with it yeah, yeah don't save your google's that. save your internet bandwidth it. uh it's probably true
2: and i ain't apologizing for shit
1: yeah, so, yeah, I know. Kaepernick shouldn't have to apologize.
2: For what?
3: Right.
1: Stop killing us.
3: Right. Like,
1: why is that so? Why
3: is that? Why, why do I got to apologize with y'all fucking underage children? Get out of here.
1: Stop bringing it up, y'all, and then it'll go away. <laughs> no, nigga. Oh my God!
0: Oh, fuck you!
1: Yeah, I only wish Mr. Kaepernick could see the emotional, psychological challenges that our officers face following a fatal encounter. Some are so affected they never return to the streets. In short, Mr. Kaepernick has embarrassed himself, the 49ers organization, and the NFL based on false narrative and misinformation that lacks any factual basis. Nigga, I have seen Law and Order, SVU, and CSI and shit. It ain't even that emotional. Because I also saw when the motherfuckers high five when they killed that dude in Chicago and then was like, oh, man, I'm going to have to be on desk duty for 30 days. They didn't seem too broken up over that shit. Why Why we got alive, lie, man? It's so funny, man. He's exposed so much shit by just sitting down. So fragile. Uh, other news. Uh, Gene Wilder died uh yesterday.
2: I was sad to hear that
1: yeah gene wilder one of my favorite actors uh comedically mm-hmm.
2: blazing saddles
1: blazing saddles we were just talking about blazing saddles with uh offensive comedian jess wood uh we were um, just
2: really wonk in chocolate factory
1: really Wonka in the chocolate factory oh
2: he did another one didn't he do several with uh richard pryor mm-hmm. several different movies
1: he did several yeah, yeah. then they
2: did one where they was in jail
1: yeah uh was that busting loose Whatever in jail i
2: don't remember but yeah he yeah he's been around a very very long time it's
1: funny because none of their movies are on netflix which i'm like huge oversight what? yeah maybe they won't let them put it on netflix i don't i mean you know i don't know the rules
2: all that shit netflix got out there we got something close to near porn on netflix with the deep throat movie but we can't show that okay
1: yeah stir crazy see no evil hear no evil i
2: had stir crazy on vhs yeah i'm old y'all
1: yeah i had, I had that joint too um my favorite gene wilder movie though of all the movies uh you haven't even mentioned it yet but it's um uh, actually uh young frankenstein that was my movie that my dad my dad showed me that movie uh it's old looking isn't black and white it's so funny and it's funny on the like the level where immaturely i laughed at it when i was a kid you know oh they talking about titties and shit and then as an adult i laughed at all the extra sexual in your windows and stuff like that as and well did you didn't get
2: as a child
1: yeah it's so it's so good man it came out in 1974 four years before i was Ooh. even born but uh just stands the test of time man i love young frankenstein man it's just it is it's, it's like silly comedy quirky comedy but it's so good um and uh yeah i'll definitely um you know gene wilder will be missed man um mm-hmm. So but yeah, he's definitely a comedic influence to so many
0: people
1: mm-hmm. um and work with so many people that we know. You know, Mel Brooks, Richard Pryor, uh Gilbert. Did he work with Red Fox? Uh, I, don't I, don't I don't know. would you I don't know. I don't know. What, but
2: I uh, but I know he worked with like comedians across all colors, that's why I was asking, you mm. know, across all racial uh backgrounds and different uh genres like of comedians
1: yeah i don't wanna yeah i don't know oh i
2: didn't know i was just asking but i know richard for a fact he wrote richard prior
1: yeah so anyway um he'll be missed mm-hmm. uh there's more information coming out about the chris brown standoff situation from yesterday
2: oh shit what happened
1: uh starting to look like it could be a conspiracy to set up chris brown now i don't know for sure no because you know, it is chris brown that that but, and
2: something didn't sound right when you, she basically is like we here for something else but it was like People going nah, y'all crashed the party. and Y'all weren't supposed to be there.
1: Yeah, and y'all were told to leave, and y'all wouldn't leave. And mm-hmm. then right uh, now, th- what now? From I still haven't heard anybody say it didn't happen. I still haven't heard anybody say he didn't put a gun up to somebody's head. Right, which I think matters in this case because really, whether you're justified or not, um you putting a gun to certain people's head, even if you know that's a problem. If you black and somebody put a gun to your head and allow you to leave. You probably won't call the cops mm-hmm. but you know you do that to some white beauty queen she calling you know of course. uh at any rate um she has a history where she apparently was charged with stealing a purse one time uh she's wanted for stealing a purse in new york um so
2: oh is this her thing which they go to folks home and the entourage of the crew
1: no idea i mean it's it's, it's one charge you know That's so true. who knows uh but it's not
2: like she rolls with the cruel people apparently
1: mm-hmm. uh yeah i don't know right. if it's a thing or not uh she told entertainment tonight that she originally went, went to brown's house on monday night to talk to him about being cast casting one of his videos she says they had met before in the past and she wanted to refresh his memory she explains that the night was more casual than expected she added that she and some friends were take, talking a little business then things took a turn they went into i went into the backyard and then when i came into the house there was a new male in the home and he was showcasing these diamond bracelets and watches and diamond necklaces at that point chris's friend and i don't know who he was to chris saw me looking at them and got a little worried wary i guess sort of cursing and screaming at me and calling me names saying get the fuck away from the diamonds get the fuck back outside well hey if you know if you wanted for stealing a purse and you hanging out by my diamonds you might not be able to you know kick it in my house i don't know you stranger
0: right
1: she says that's when things escalated when he caught wind of the commotion chris did not see me admiring the jury uh, she, uh, maintains she was simply looking at the diamonds. It was his friends who originally said get away, but then Chris pulls out his gun and said get the fuck out, like pointing that, that way and pointing it in my face and said so sick of all you people. I'm going to blow your head off. I don't remember, but he was threatening me with the gun in my face. She goes on to tell the publication that she fears for her life and though she's still debating on whether or not to press charges, she hopes Chris gets whatever he deserves. Um, but yeah according to TMZ she's also wanted in NYC for questioning uh in connection with criminal theft according to the reports back in 2013 she stayed at the Plaza Hotel in New York City where she snatched a $1,000 Louis Vuitton purse from a girl who she was arguing with then she fled with the bag according along with $200 in cash credit cards and a Mac- Michael Kors wallet that was inside security chased her uh she allegedly dropped the purse but somehow fled with the contents hmm well all right we'll see what happens
0: we
2: will see it's one of the things where you just have to let the evidence come on out
1: yeah and somebody i I don't know how true this was someone hit me on twitter and said that she's friends with chris brown's mother of his child and this could be all connected because chris brown's mother's child is now claiming that their daughter was there during the swat team standoff shit and you know this might give her cause to reopen her child custody case
2: i don't know yeah well she says uh nina good Gu-
1: i ain't heard nothing about no baby nia guzman's attorney carl <laughs> you sound like you wanted for questioning i ain't heard <laughs> nothing about no baby it's not it definitely wasn't over at my house so i don't know
2: <laughs> no, no the baby went here uh
1: nia guzman attorney carl anthony moore tells e news that their daughter royalty was that with the, her famous father when the alleged felony assault incident took place the lawyer also explained the two-year-old was subsequently taken to school this morning and once news broke of the alleged incident she guzman picked her up and ensured that she was taken to a safe place meanwhile brown's attorney mark garagos tells e that is categorically untrue she wasn't and isn't there uh brown told found himself at the center well they already said what that was Uh so um yeah we'll see man i don't know it's a complicated situation involving custody people that know each other and shit police yeah you know child services getting called on folks these days you know it's getting real in these streets Mm -hmm. you better watch your back
2: right we ain't got no children for nobody to take
1: you know child services got called on in (laughs) the fair in in all fairness and equality (laughs) anthony weiner
2: yeah that makes sense yeah you yeah you you snapchatting uh your little boy in the background Mm-hmm. why are you flashing the dick pics yes
1: yeah he was sexting with his child laying on his lap um so yeah apparently uh child services has launched a probe in the wiener um mm,
2: uh, that makes complete sense
1: officials visited him and his estranged wife huma aberdeen's home tuesday this might have also been you know impetus for her to be like yeah this is the last fucking straw Cause it's not even just the embarrassment but just also now what if we lose our kid or some shit cause you can't like your, your behavior is escalating and getting more and more stupid
2: Right, and it's probably cause for her to get full custody but like nigga you gonna visit
1: but the disgraced former congressman says he hasn't been interviewed and uh, uh comes after you know more selfies and after uh she uh human uh, announced their divorce so yeah yeah child service is gonna be looking into you dog can't be posting
2: posting the kids on tinder with your dick in your hand these
1: pictures are pretty bad too i don't know if you saw i didn't even look at these pictures yesterday Mm -hmm. but that's that's i mean they blurred stuff out but
0: wow
2: yeah
1: that's pretty bad man
2: wow and the baby just laying there sleeping
1: and then he tried to be like oh 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 my dick oh you saw my dick oh my bad you know like like what a, you know, what a, what a horrible coincidence that you will see my dick, Mm-mm. you know, other pictures of him holding his son and stuff like that, but.
2: Oh, precious thing, innocent thing, ain't just, just trying to enjoy being alive. Your dick and is your not daddy your... like, you want to see my dick, bitch?
1: Your dick is not your friend, man. Your dick is like, show, show her me, you know.
2: <laughs> well, we got in, la- we got in
1: trouble last time, dick, we got caught. You can trust this one. It's different. I got a feeling. Pull me out. All right, well, take a picture of me in your pants, at least. Come on. Lay your son down. Say you taking a picture with your son. <laughs> but, crop, but crop down to my dick. Crop down. Crop me down.
2: Yeah. I got to be the center of attention. Cut your
1: face out. That's how we'll cover it up. But everybody <laughs> already knows who I am. I'm famous for doing stupid shit like this. And they'll recognize my son. Cut your face out. That's all you need. You can trust this one. Trust me. I know.
2: Your dick is not rational.
1: I'm a dick. I'm rational. Don't listen to nothing else
2: your dick is irrational
1: i'm very rational
2: get you in a lot of trouble pull me out show me show me
1: use the force <laughs> what an idiot man
0: <laughs> right
1: oh well that's it that's what happens you know um all right uh president obama granted 111 additional commutations He's already granted a, a two hundred and fourteen to other in federal inmates earlier this month. Uh, that's the most granted in a single day by any president. Um, so yeah, he granted an additional one hundred and eleven today, uh, bringing the total number up to three hundred twenty-five in the month of August alone. Um, earlier this month, he granted more commutations in a single day than any other president, um, and that said that also means that he's granted more commutations in a single year than any other president in a near nearly a century uh, as the white house uh blog post to date he's granted more than 673 commutations which is more than the previous 10 presidents combined Good. uh of those commutations 232 of the prisoners were serving life sentences they literally got a second lease on life because of the president uh, we must remember that these are individual sons, daughters, parents, and many cases, grandparents who have taken steps towards rehabilitation, who have earned their second chance, the White House counsel Neil Eggleston, uh, wrote in the White House blog post. So, good, man. We always talk about over over overpopulation. We talk about for private fr- uh prisons. Um, I mean, look, uh, the progress that is being made in this area is not like, as as i'm sure that as i'm always looking out for the next the next trap the next catch to the deal i'm sure there's always one coming Mm -hmm. well you cannot knock the efforts that are being made and tried in this area with the president i mean he is trying like it's not a one-man job it's sad that it has to come down to just him by himself with a lot of these cases because it's really the clock's running out and Mm -hmm. it's like if he don't do it, it ain't gonna get done. You can't no. depend on Congress. You can't depend on the Senate. You can't depend on the anybody, the states. You can't depend on states. You can only, only this president would put his knife on the line, put his name on the line to do this because it's, this is legacy too. Cause I guarantee you, any of these people commit re, like crimes, um, they're going to go back and be like, see, this is what the president did. Mm-hmm. That's gonna happen. If any one of these people goes out and they do anything else, no matter how vetted they are no matter how much the you know whatever people will say this is on the president and uh it takes a hell of a person to still to know that going in and be like well that'll just that's fine like the I still feel like what was done to these people was wrong right uh speaking of which a woman set herself on fire um and the congressman's uh in a congressman's Chicago office
2: Oh, she was really lit. What happened?
0: <laughs> <Karen>. What's happening here? <laughs> <though? laughs>
1: oh man! <Mm-mm-mm. laughs>
3: you said
1: it. No, I didn't. You said it.
3: <laughs> you
1: said she was on fire. I said she put herself on fire.
2: Yes.
1: Mm-mm. I'm not going up and smoke with you. <laughs> Mm-mm. you by yourself <laughs> on this
2: i'm going in flames by myself
1: mm-hmm. at about 3 p.m on tuesday a woman walked into the democratic u.s representative danny davis's office on the west side of chicago drank from a bottle of hand sanitizer oh
0: shit
1: poured the sanitizer over herself and proceeded to set herself on fire with a lighter
0: oh
2: so hand sanitizer is uh is flammable apparently so oh i thought it was just supposed to kill germs
1: A lot of shit that kills germs is flammable. Probably mostly alcohol or something. Oh. oh Shit, I
2: don't know if I want that on myself no more.
1: According to (laughs) CBS News, the woman spoke briefly with office staff before picking up the sanitizer. The staff used a fire extinguisher on her, but the woman ran out of the office while still on fire.
2: (laughs) (laughs) She was like, this whole bitch is getting ready to burn down now. I'd have been touching shit touching pictures. Hey, let's set everything on fire. <laughs> this whole bitch gonna burn. What's
1: wrong with you? <laughs> uh. That's what you do when you're lit. <laughs> Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. Davis was not at the office during the time of the incident. Oh, that sucks. She was trying to make a point to him. According to the police, the woman's condition stabilized after she was taken to the hospital in serious condition with burns, so she didn't die. That's good. Uh, I thought for sure she, she would have died. Mm-mm-mm.
2: You on fire, yeah. Yep. Well, oh. uh, we know her hair went natural, because she definitely would have died, because, you know, we use shea butter, cocoa butter, jasmine oil.
1: Well, that's if she was black. We well, don't even true. know the race, you know. I don't I mean, I guess she's black now.
2: <coughs> Regardless of what color she originally was.
1: Yeah, she's like a different kind of ashy. Ah! Mm mm. All right, let's move on. Take <laughs> take those jokes and return them to Cinder. <laughs> um, in the least controversial news of the day, I didn't even put this in fucking with black people. Um and maybe i should have maybe that's what i'll do let me move this to fucking with black people okay so i can give it a zero later on okay well i swear
3: <laughs> white, people,
1: white people do not understand us at all Mm-mm. it's crazy um yeah let me move this out of here uh all right so we talk about something else uh the u.s teen pregnancy rate has dropped to a record low due to increased contraceptive use yep i do say karen right i do indeed
2: and the thing that really really irritates me us our generation with our old asses our our uh pregnancy teenage pregnancy rate was higher than the current pregnancy rate but if you ask most of these old folks they be like they worse than us
3: nah 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 nah
0: mm-mm, mm-mm. well it reminds
1: me of a conversation i had on uh black is uh, a long time ago uh when they did a round table but we were talking about you know everybody was talking about pregnancy and kids and sexual education and stuff and they were all just saying you know the worst stuff you know it's like this generation is so bad and everything so da 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 and i was like here's the thing y'all have children right so in a way it's probably you're gonna feel that way no matter what because you want to take care of your kids and you're paranoid that's that's reasonable that's that i mean I, it's not it's the opposite of reasonable it's 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 emotional
2: it true it is emotional you,
1: you know i understand that that is a emotion you gotta have here's the problem it's factually incorrect
2: yes it is
1: you know when drug use is down when mm-hmm. uh sexual inner like uh like pregnancy is down sexually transmitted diseases are down uh from when we were kids you know we right. were kids during the crack epidemic and yet we still somehow admonish these children as if our generation was better than them when they when we weren't we were just categorically in every measurable way we were a worse generation, it, it, When, it, especially when it comes to black people, uh, with drugs and shit like this. Mm-hmm. These kids are now more armed and better prepared because of the oversaturation of knowledge, in my opinion. Right. Cause you can't avoid knowing about sex and shit cause you got yeah. a cell phone. And, right. And
2: most of us, our parents wouldn't even fucking talk to us about it. You ask the average adult, most adults, your parents did not talk to you about it. Or they throw a book in your hand or, or silly, silly shit like, like for me it was uh i didn't even know what like a period or anything was it was one of those things where uh my mama said she was in the bathroom she said can i come out i said yes she showed me some blood she was like this your period i was like and okay i don't know what that means all right, all right okay and i just turned around like i don't know what the fuck that is but you know it was one of these things where they were ill-equipped, and they kind of show us the way they learned. And they didn't. They learned a lot of them learned by not talking about it.
1: Yeah, and I mean, also now, if you don't want to talk to your kids, there's so many outlets that will.
2: Yes, and yes, not will.
1: necessarily the misinformation and word of mouth that we got because with yes. Google and whatnot, you can verify this shit. Mm-hmm. Like with us, it was like uh your parents don't talk to you about sex and then someone up the street is telling you well if you fuck them in their belly button uh that's how they get kids or whatever right. you know just uh, whatever right. dumb shit kids you, think of right
2: you jump up and down and it'll leak out and shit i didn't know what that meant
1: right oh you gotta do it from behind and then they won't get pregnant you know like it's whatever dumb shit kids think of when they have no education and no recourse and no resources that are willing to teach kids and now it's like you even if they don't teach it in school kids have a better chance of learning it um and they also do teach it more in schools now you know there's and it's getting to the point where, you know, we're going to probably start having people teaching consent in schools, which is something I think we need. Please. Um, I saw someone saying they might eventually teach BDSM in schools, like, as far as, you know, what it is. Right. And, which everyone gets so upt- uptight about, but it's not like the teacher walks in with whips and chains and handcuffs and right. a ball gag. Like, that's not how it works. They're no. just going to tell you a general, like, this is also a thing people do, you know. Mm-hmm. It's not just... um you know people are so worried that kids are going to imitate these behaviors but if we're being honest your kid is full of hormones and wants to fuck anyway we need to arm them equip them with as much information as possible so they can make so it they it can be done in a responsible way
2: educated way in an
1: educated way because what we don't need is dumb people having sex with each other creating mm-hmm. more stupid ass people okay uh at any rate though um it was it was uh the rate the record low was driven by improved use of contraception um there was no significant change in adolescent sexual activity during this time period said dr laura lindberg who's a principal research scientist with the guttmacher institute and the papers lead author and in a statement uh she also said rather our new data suggests that recent declines in teens risk of pre- pregnancy and in their pregnancy rates are driven by increased contraceptive use um they also found the use of all highly effective methods like birth control pill or iud increased from 2007 to 2009 there was a marginal significant increase in the use of iud or implant for 2007 to 2009 in the use of the pill overall there was non-significant increases in condom use and withdrawal while uh use of the ring or patch declined significantly over the 2007 to 2012 uh period
2: right because it's more actually it's actually more convenient to get a depot shot it's more convenient to get the iud that's when they actually in- insert it into your uterus it's actually more convenient to get that that way you don't have to remember right. you don't have to take it every day you know but you know it's one of those things where it's actually what's most convenient for most people
1: right you know if not you need- Trying to get rid of the semen by pouring hand sanitizer down your vagina and lighting it on fire. Yeah. Next thing you know, you're in the damn congressman's office and yeah. cares making jokes about you on the podcast. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, call back later. 911 emergency center in Washington, D.C. goes down for 90 minutes when a bungling pl- plumber checking for a leak accidentally hit the wrong button. Mm,
2: you lost that job, sir.
1: Hit that button.
2: Shout out to Five Star. <laughs> he lost his job. That. Woo, I know his eyes was big <laughs> as fuck. Woo. I know that right there was a co- fucking comedy skit.
1: I wonder if he knew or if it was just I like he, he came know. upstairs and they was like, "What the fuck happened to the call center?" Or if he like hit the button and was like, "Oh shit, what I do?" Oh no. Oh, uh, uh, which key was it? Come on, think to yourself, Walter. Think.
2: <laughs> I wonder if he was. I. How did they know? Did they? were everybody was like. The fuck
1: happened? I mean, how they know? You don't get no calls in the Washington I'm, DC I'm, emergency I'm, center I'm, for 90 minutes. You know something wrong. I
2: mean, I know, but how but how did it get to him? Was he like down in the basement somewhere doing some shit and all of a sudden it was like, What the fuck happened? and he get a beep, a page? Uh
1: it says people who died nine one one were to redirected to call a ten digit backup number, uh, while the phone number was distributed on various social media sites. It's unclear what people What people heard who dialed 911, the problem again when a worker in the call center went to the basement to shut off a false alarm indicating a water leak under the basement floors that had been going off for several days wow that doesn't sound okay at all either the worker then turned off all of our major systems by mistake said christopher t girl dart oh yeah he
2: lost his job <laughs> it's just like just walter from the call center right it was like walter go down there and turn off that fucking sound it's been going off for three days okay which
1: switch is it just hit them all
2: i <laughs> see that's what somebody told him. His ass did and mess around, fucked around and hit the wrong one.
1: Did that one, did, is it off yet? No.
2: Is it off yet? Is it off yet? No. no.
1: What about now? Be
2: like, that one hit, that, the printer went off for that one. The, the, yeah. light, the lights in the cafeteria. Oh, now the toaster don't work. Oh, hold up, bitch. Oh, everything down. Mm-hmm.
1: Is it off yet? No. Is it off yet? No. Is it off yet?
3: No. Yes! And everything went black.
1: Is it off yet? Everything got water. <laughs> What the fuck you doing? (laughs) Turn this shit back on. Hit that switch again. It's dark. I can't see. (laughs) I don't know what's happening. Yeah, apparently he hit a master switch.
2: A master switch, which shit. turns off
1: all the power quickly in case of a fire to protect firemen who have to douse the area with water. Why is that in a situation where anyone can get to it?
3: <laughs> ah, that easily, right? Shouldn't have like a key or something, or password, or some shit.
1: Because the nine one one center uses so much power, it would need to be shut off in case of the con- that kind of emergency. A backup center designed to take over the- in case nine one one fails also failed. Oh, God.
2: Oh, shit. So he was like, I'm going to shut the backup and the backup to the backup. <laughs>
1: the backup center went live at 1.15 a.m. and the main 911 center half an hour later. Uh, uh yeah, it was back. 911 was back up at 2.20 a.m. hour, 15 minutes later.
2: Oh, Po both Jim or Willie or Billy, he's, he's fired.
1: Oh, if you had an emergency, boy, that had to suck.
2: Right, because now I can't down 911. Now, now they were like, do-do-do. Uh, we're sorry, we're down. If you want to, you can dial nine one nine three four six seventeen eighty four. You're like, what? What? This is 9-1-1.
1: Bitch, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you and the kids. Right. Hold on, I'm writing this down. You getting nine, a recorded message? 973. Hold oh, no. on. I'm going
3: to kill you and the kids. I'm going to take you outside right now. I'm going to shoot you in the head.
1: I am uh, going to kill the, the puppies. Everybody dying tonight. Okay, I understand. Can can you just toss me a pen under the door and a right. a, a, a pad of paper? I just, I need to write down I'm this number I'm panicking, I don't remember the number. I just, real quick, I just need to, the other number probably put you on hold. You know it, do. Yeah. Probably, probably, probably to to ain't
2: need nobody at that service center.
1: Welcome to the backup emergency line. Hold, please. I know
2: everybody here. What you want to do? Do for love. Yes,
1: elevator music. You try everything please he don't kill me won't what you do. won't do we, we'll be right with you in a minute
2: yes we we we, we appreciate your call mm-hmm. our at, at this time all the technicians are busy because we have uh an increased number of calls at this time uh if you can you can leave a message if not please hold for the next available associate beep.
1: your estimated hold time is three hours yes! what you won't do
2: yes
1: do for love
2: <laughs> you gotta be out your i know that was mind. like beep you still here? Apparently it's that important. We'll be with you as soon as the associate is free.
1: Authority, <laughs> you finally get through. It was like, hello. Uh, yes, I have an emergency call. What well, did you call 911? They told me to call you. Right. <laughs> what I'm supposed to do, girl? This is the Safeway.
2: <laughs> right. This
1: Safeway customer service. Uh,
2: <laughs> I call the police for you. Right. T- tell me where you is. I give you information, baby. Mm hmm. What you won't do? <laughs> Come on. Oh, please. I I'll
1: be right back. Let me talk to a manager.
2: That's exactly what's gonna happen.
1: <laughs> Authorities are still trying to turn around if they missed any important calls. Oh, them people dead. Oh
2: so, yeah. It's,
1: if y'all missed them, it's that 90 minutes is a long time to wait for help, dog. Yes, yes. Somebody died during that time yeah, for sure. And we will never know. A city like DC? Yeah, somebody dead. Come. Uh, Somebody so. got hit
2: by a train. Something happened. Yeah, we'll never find out.
1: They're working on. They they said they're working on adding an extra layer of security. You mean like a lock,
2: a password, a code? How
1: about a label over the switch? Like, not this one. Don't hit this one.
2: <laughs> no, nigga. Wrong. Just put a big ass. <laughs> <laughs> wrong button, fool. Just put a big ass sign and say wrong. Don't hit this one. <laughs> Oh. You hit you hit that button. That button say what you ain't gonna do is turn me off.
1: Right. I just want a wrong sign. Why oh, that
2: be perfect. I don't
1: know. We need more of those in life. I know we got wrong way, but we just yeah know.
2: yeah. I wish we did because
1: yeah. Uh, let's see what else happened that uh we care about. Um, police will be required to report officer involved deaths in a new uh, U.S. system. Uh, federal officials will actively work to confirm fatal cases rather than wait for voluntary reports in a new methodology influenced by The Guardian's The Counted. Uh, The Guardian is a
2: website. And you know what's amazing? Why isn't this already required?
1: It never has been, I don't know. I mean, obviously They're
2: like, like, fuck it, we ain't gonna keep track.
1: They never have, yeah. Uh, It's always been like uh, citizens keeping track.
2: Right, and is that your discretion? Yeah, even
1: with... Even with like Ray and Netta and all them and the organ the work that they did, okay. a lot of that or- a lot of that work was tracking this shit. But when the people with the triggers are the ones responsible for reporting it, and they're also not recording it, right? It's uh, pretty bad. Um, but, yeah, they will be required to give the U.S. Justice Department full details of daily incidents involving their officers each quarter under a new government system for counting killings by police that was influenced by The Guardian. Announcing a new program for documenting all arrest-related deaths, federal officials said they will actively work to confirm fatal cases seen in media reports and other open sources rather than wait for departments to report them voluntarily.
2: Right. So that means if they shit hit the news, they're going to be like, oh, let's see what happened with that investigation.
1: The methodology of the new system which aims to replace a discredited count by the FBI mirrors the uh, that of the counted and ongoing guardian effort to document every death caused by law enforcement officers in 2015 and 2016. Writing in the Federal Register, Department of Justice officials said their new program should increase transparency around the use of force by police and improve accountability for the actions of in- individual officers. Accurate and comprehensive accounting of deaths that occur during the process of arrest is critical for law enforcement agencies to demonstrate responsiveness to the citizens and the community communities that they serve
2: right so people can hold your ass fucking accountable
1: yeah sad that it has not been kept before so we won't even be able to compare this to other years and shit Mm -hmm. with official counts but i'm glad that they're doing something now
2: right because that's kind of all that matters and you're probably gonna be shocked at the amount of people but you know they'll find some way to get around the loop they'll find a way of, of miss uh characterizing or saying people are races that they're not to skew numbers like yeah yeah they'll find a way to get around it
1: Mm -hmm. uh let's see what else is going on uh the growing trend of elder abuse across america young assisted living nurses are caught putting humiliating and invasive photos of patients on snapchat for the fun of it
2: are they firing these people
1: this seems like it should be a like a crime, crime
2: right like I'm,
1: not to just lose your job but like a hey man you can't have like you should not be you should have to go to jail or something for this
2: right because if i have my family member in the home um it is not for your uh, instagram promotion dog
1: yeah you i mean also i mean like you what about my rights as a patient am i right the right. privacy and and you should fucking work yeah, I mean, my right to privacy and things of this nature is, is probably without my consent or maybe I can't do anything about it.
2: Right. <clears throat>
1: uh That's I mean, we found out about those 911 people that were taking pictures as a contest to take pictures with injured people and shit uh, without their consent and their knowledge, but this is almost this is even worse.
2: Right. And nobody got sued for this shit?
1: Yeah, apparently um it the one case uh uh michelle bolger 22 and ashley schumberg 19 were helping an elderly woman with an obstructed bowel the 84 year old patient was naked from the waist down and the women laughing and covering their mouths recorded what was happening on their phone they did get arrested and charged with felonies however they they accepted a plea deal and pleaded guilty to misdemeanors uh the patient's daughter said she was in complete shock after learning what happened um obviously you know uh they can no longer work as caregivers in state regulated facilities I wonder if that means they can still work in private ones possibly mary and her family are now suing the nursing home for invasion of privacy right another reason you don't want these fools doing this shit uh there's another um case where a female employee filmed herself kicking the wheelchair of an elderly patient john mickalow 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 Looks sick, i think that's how you pronounce it and laughing the video was then uh posted to snapchat by the worker alexis myers 23 with the caption jerk uh she was fired from the nursing home after another worker reported the video to state inspectors but the police didn't seek any charges in that one uh, one of the employees was, was kicking his wheelchair and the Snapchat showed them trying to kick back at other employees laughing in the background. Wow. Other people was in on it. And these are people you expect to be sensitive about this because your fucking job. Like,
2: right, right. You know what I mean? Funny. Like,
1: this isn't, uh, some shit where I get, where it's just like, this isn't a movie or something where I go, well, you just a movie, you wrote that. I might, it might be tasteless. It might not be funny to me or it might not be funny to some people, but you, no one got hurt. It, it wasn't, act, like, it's not real this is you went to school there should be some sensitivity training with some of this shit there should be some level of empathy you assume and let's just go past everything and say fuck it maybe you're not that kind of person professionalism there should be some level of professionalism that will make you go this is stupid
2: right and the the the, uh, the the thing about it like i've actually uh talked to people who've had their parents and things in nursing homes and from my understanding for a lot of them, they say what they do is they says that they uh, periodically visit unannounced. Like they just constantly just show up all times of the day, all times of the night, and visit and, and, and visit. And they like and what they've realized, which is sad, is that if they know your family members will actually pop up unannounced. They will literally take better care of them, which is sad. You should take care of every fucking body. But if they know that you will come up there and you will raise motherfucking hell about your goddamn family member, that you're paying... It don't matter who's paying for it. Somebody's paying for this shit. And they're not paying for your family member to be abused.
1: Yep. <clears throat> so, um... Um... Yeah, that person didn't even get charges filed against them. Um, so they said the easiest way to probably stop this problem experts say is to ban all electronic devices when nurses are on their shift which is sad that that's what it's got to come down to
2: yeah and you know what it's sad but it's almost like you know what nope can't have phones yeah. can't have cell phones nope yeah we got to go back to pages if somebody need to reach you honey here's a 1984 pager dog <sighs>
1: that sucks man uh speaking of shit that sucks a uh, complaint citing Catholic rules: Doctors turn away a bleeding woman with a uh, dislodged IUD. Mm-hmm, cause they're against contraception, the contraceptives. So you're not supposed to have no IUD, cause Jesus <laughs> would not want you to be able to do that. Okay, the sweet, sweet white Lord says uh you need to be have them babies so maybe this is just god's punishment it felt heartbreaking said melanie jones it felt like they were telling me that i had done something wrong that i had made a mistake and therefore they were not going to help me and that they and they stigmatized me saying that i was doing something wrong and when i'm not doing anything wrong i'm doing something that's well within my legal rights she arrived at her doctor's appointment bleeding and in pain she's 28 she lives in the chicago area uh, she had slipped in the bathroom, suspected the fall had dislodged her copper IUD. Oh! That's right. That's right. That was a hard slipping fall. Uh, her doctor confirmed that that's what happened and it had to be removed, but he said, uh, the doctor said she wouldn't, she would be unable to remove the IUD, citing Catholic restrictions. Followed by Mercy, Mercy Hospital and Medical Center, and providers uh, within the system. So this is a
2: hospital she went to, right?
1: A hospital. Hmm.
2: Mm, yeah. Mm. How are you able to be a hospital and I come in with an injury? And you be like, you know what? Because of my religious belief, I can't do this.
1: Yeah, the doctors left to confer with their colleagues and came back and said, our hands are tied. Can't do this. Jesus wouldn't let us do it.
2: Well, then are you going to take me somewhere else? You're just going to leave me there.
1: Uh, they said not only could they not help her, but the doctors also said no one in her on her health insurance network could help her because all of them followed similar restrictions. Mercy, like many Catholic providers, followed directives issued by the U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops that restrict access to an array of services including abortion care, tubal ligations, and contraception. I wonder, how do you even get... Like is it one of those situations where you don't have a choice? That's who's in your area. Is it a situation where you like have to want to sign up because that's your your their religion. Like, how does that even fucking happen? That that's allowed?
3: Right. I don't
2: comprehend this.
1: What a wow wow. What? The... I'm I'm gonna refrain from talking bad about people religion, but come on, man, this is fucking stupid.
2: Right, right. It <laughs> makes no goddamn sense. I'm sorry. It does not make sense it does not make sense but we claim that we love jesus but you're gonna sit there and watch a woman goddamn bleed to death this makes no sense and then you're not even going to be considerate enough to take her somewhere where she can get served Uh,
1: Like y'all can't put on gloves or something i mean is it a matter of touch anyway she told mrs jones that the process of switching networks would take a month and that she should feel fortunate because sometimes switching networks takes up to six months or even a year the ACLU of Illinois wrote in a pair of complaints filed in late June. Jones hadn't even realized that her health care network was Catholic, so she didn't sign up for this. Mercy was about not was about has about nine off-site locations in the Chicago area, including Dearborn Station Office Jones visits, and said Eric Rose, senior vice president of administrative and professional services. It is part of the Trinity Health, one of the largest Catholic si- health systems in the country. You know what I wonder? Did she get the IUD under another? uh wait, IUD under
2: somebody else, right?
1: Uh yeah, like did she get mm-hmm. that one under somebody else? She and had then,
2: to yeah. And then her job changed providers.
1: Or yeah, something happened when she changed, and then it was like, uh, uh-uh, we don't do that. Vaginas.
2: Right. And my thing is this: those are for babies. And my thing is this: shouldn't they legally tell you that we're changing you to a provider that doesn't cover your shit? Mm-hmm. Like I guarantee you, this is probably nowhere in her package.
1: Yeah, you probably don't even think about right. Something like because it just seems like such a basic healthcare need that you know would be provided for, and in this case, it's not even about it's. You actually would be taking it out. You think taking they would be? Out, you dog. think they would be okay with that? <laughs> um. Yeah, she left the doctor still in pain and bleeding. Her options are limited. She couldn't afford a thousand dollar trip to the emergency room. And an urgent care facility was out of the question since her Blue Cross Blue Shield of Illinois' insurance policy would only cover treatments within her network. And she had just been told that her entire network followed Catholic restrictions. On the advice of a friend, she contacted the ACLU of Illinois. Attorneys, they advised her to call her insurance company and demand they expedite her network change. Right. After five hours of phone calls, Jones was able to see a doctor who removed her IUD five days after her initial appointment, almost two weeks after she fell in the bathroom before it was removed she suffered from cramps she compared those she felt (laughs) that she felt after the iud was first place severe enough that she medicated herself to cut with the pain uh and she also felt a stigma to being turned away um so there you go
2: and you know there ought to be a law that says hey if i get signed up specifically, specifically if you don't know i should not have to do this. like if i'm at a job my job like we getting this i should have the right to opt out and should be able to go to somewhere else even if it's in the middle of fucking coverage
1: they should at least put a sign on the door when you walk in the hospital it's like vaginas ew you know like the ghostbuster sign you know that just with a, a, a no across it you know to let you know
2: right and that's uh, somebody else said they have to call the policeman yeah because i just showed my natural black ass out there in front of all them people fuck you
1: outrage at north carolina college as a white male christian able-bodied and straight students are told to check their privilege in a poster campaign a north carolina university became embroiled in the controversy on friday after a student group posted a privilege board on campus which calls on white male able-bodied christian or cisgender people to check their privilege students at appalachian state university uh noticed the board when they enter Plymouth student unit uh union a major campus hub that has allowed the incendiary board to remain in place since last semester. The board's existence, which was first reported last year by the website campus reform has conservatives outraged over what they perceive as the singling out of one religious group, as well as the imposition of a political point of view on unsuspecting students. The board first surfaced last year in a residence hall, but now has been placed in a more prominent location with greater exposure to students. Um, and here's 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 the uh, I'll put the um, a picture of it up so you guys can see it what's causing all this uh, hubbub bub uh, if you don't have to think about it it's a privilege which is in bold check your privilege and then it has some checks at the bottom white male cisgender able bodied and then it says privilege unearned access to social pow- power based on membership in a dominant social group
2: Okay, that's the definition of it.
1: Yeah, so, is, um, yeah, they they also has class, Christian, uh heterosexual, all check marked as well. Uh, uh and even <laughs> it even has an explain explanation for what cisgender means, since a lot of people don't know. Right. Description for a person whose gender identity, gender expression, and biological sex all align. Um, that which is, you know. Uh, if you are uh, presenting to the world as a male and you have sex with women um, or people that presented women, then that would be cisgender, I believe. Like the assumption, the norm, what people consider normal Normal or straight, <coughs> right? Or quote yeah, straight. Yeah, what a lot of people would define as straight. The board is picking the fact, uh, picking at the fact that privilege is so silly," said Reggie Gravely, the App State police science major who posted the board he was interviewed by the appalachian so we're saying privilege is so silly okay while many sympathize with the message the board is trying to convey the style and presentation is ruffle feathers talk about a controversial topic like privilege should be voluntary it shouldn't be brought to your front door said dorm resident matthew DeSantis. And that's the problem that it's not that's why a lot
2: of people ignore the shit
1: of course certain groups of people have privilege but the presentation is what bothers me
2: I always bother people with privilege. Are always bothered when they're called out on their privilege. If I don't say nothing, we wouldn't even be talking right now.
1: Number one, everybody has it.
2: Everybody. And
1: once you realize that, it's really no reason to fucking be so upset by it.
2: Every
1: you know what I mean. Once you realize it. everybody has it, it's no reason to be upset at being called out on it because literally everybody does does this you know it doesn't matter what group you fall in there's always some shit where you are you have it better than other people and you didn't do anything to earn or deserve that you have it better than those people and it's a fact of life and there really ain't much you can do about it in the first place so i don't see why everybody gets stressed out about this
2: right and it's in various it's in various form shapes of fashion you can be in, in an impress in in an oppressed group and still have privilege within that group
1: yeah uh i agree with how he's with what he's pointing is getting across but not how he's doing it that sounds familiar anytime somebody points out some shit it's always well i just don't like how you did it Oh okay yeah. what way would you have liked it for you not to do it at all oh, okay
2: right that's technically what you're saying
1: if you use another sign said if you can use public restrooms uh uh, without stairs, fear or anxiety you have cisgender privilege
0: yeah
1: you know um so you know there's more than one i think there's like three or four of these um a residential hall is the last place to push an agenda laura littler a junior at the university told campus Reform last year when i come home i want to feel accepted not outcasted for something i can't help i can't help that i'm caucasian will they be happy if i change the color of my skin so i don't have white privilege anymore
2: somebody missed the boat
1: I'm just freaking out at how similar these things always sound, man. Brothers were saying this to me. Being a straight black man is bad, so I'm supposed to be gay now? Is that the only, is that will make it better?
2: No, no, I didn't tell you to go to the extreme, dog. But but the point
1: being, the privileged things are the same. It's all the same shit. The reaction is, it's almost comical because the reactions are predictable and the same rather than you know not everybody obviously but a lot of people just can't handle this idea that everything you have isn't earned
2: right Uh,
1: she told Fox News last year she was cyber because of her decision to protest and the abuse she has received online was deserved because of her status as a privileged citizen Um, I want to be comfortable in my own skin you can't preach equality if you aren't willing to let a group of people feel accepted as they are you are accepted as you are that's the point right right what are you talking about what are you talking about <clears throat> god stupid people just uh.
2: they a lot they, they and it's a lot of dumb people walking around here a lot of ignorant dumb people uh
1: the app state controversy is a continuation of a campaign that first originated at the university of san francisco where professors disseminated flyers that urged the public to look at all the privileges i have uh, look at all the privileges I have in check if you can expect time off for work to celebrate your religious holidays you have Christian privilege right at one of the flyers mm-hmm. the professors define privilege as unearned access to social power based on the membership of a dominant in a dominant social group Janina Walker US, uh, University of San Francisco psychology major and one of the initiators of the campaign uh, told the San Francisco Foghorn that the goal is to get students to recognize the structural inequalities around them. We just hope that people use this as an opportunity to think critically about the world around them and challenge themselves mm-hmm. to really consider the implications of structural inequalities and how they are as an individual. Uh, Critical how,
2: thinking. Mm, I do they even offer that in college anymore?
1: Yeah, they do. And how they as an individual can help mitigate the negative effects of social inequalities. But for a lot of people, this is their first time facing it. I really feel more disappointed with adults than college students.
2: True, because there's a true, lot of people
1: true, that true. you, your experience through life has actually taught you better. You just either ignored it or you just like shit the way it is, and either way, you end up looking like a fucking child throwing a tantrum. Right. Uh, but yeah, so people got mad at them, and um, yeah, just for pointing it out, was just so funny. That that's the that is literally privilege. A fucking poster about privilege can make you want to fucking be (laughs) make you want to fucking protest this shit
2: (laughs) how dare you tell (sighs) me i'm privileged that's all that is Mm
1: -mm -mm. oh well uh so let's uh there was another thing they said happened too they had like a white privilege conference let me see if i can find that um yeah this past spring students from across the country descended to philadelphia to attend a so-called white privilege conference more than 1500 people attended the gathering which was held in philadelphia it cost 400 a piece that is some privilege you must have had it to pay that fee there were 20 workshops covering sex race and gender including one session that deals with those who might be exhausted burned out from working to dismantle racism and white supremacy some titles of the seminars had the spelling of woman changed to woman with a Y, so man was taken out of the word. According to the campus Reform, Miami University of Ohio covered more than half the cost and charged students a flat fee of only $60, potentially $240 less than the total expense of the conference. Uh, one workshop was called Self-Care and Healing as Change Agents. Uh, the description of the session reads, Feeling exhausted and burned out from working to dismantle racism and white supremacy and other forms of oppression in organizations, groups and individuals, still deeply committed to creating greater equality, inclusion, and social justice in society and in organizations, yet finding yourself at times too weary to over uh, or overwhelmed to make meaningful change. We all deserve spaces to heal, refuel, and recommit to our visions and goals. So Yeah, I don't know, dog. Um <laughs> Literally don't know why anybody would be mad about that. It's like you made it something by being mad. If I saw that fucking sign, I'd walk right by it because I'd be like, "That's about right." Uh, Now on for the rest of my day. Like I don't, you know what I'm going to the calf yeah like uh i think what happens is people's guilt gets triggered in these situations and they have these horrific overreactions that fall right into the line and it makes you seem like such a fragile motherfucker that you can't even take someone pointing something out we see it with colin kaepernick yeah we do we see it when people point out you know homophobia transphobia racism uh any level of different kinds of bigotry uh you know um misogyny and shit everybody has these these not everybody a lot of people have these quick trigger reactions and a lot of it is just these over the top like well, what i'm supposed to do cut my penis off type you know it's like what no what are you what are you doing like what are you, i'm saying it's things are a bit easier for you because you're a man would you want me to kill myself I'm like no well kill yourself then I'm like hold up what how do we where's all this coming out? from
3: right what is happening how do we get from that from, from to this
1: yeah uh all right man um let's see what else we can talk about um the secret to happy marriage apparently according to the sun.uk the UK. uh apparently watching lots of porn is the secret to a successful marriage if you're a woman researchers found women that who regularly watch blue movies have happier marriages
2: oh they call them blue movies
1: yeah that's that goes that's the turn that goes back to like the 50s oh i'm like what
2: the hell's a blue movie
1: yeah blue is just another word for sex movies oh okay um but more men are prone to being miserable in marriage if they watch triple x flicks frequently
2: yeah because they were women did like don't you be watching no porn like, i catch you oh, seeing yeah. it like like honestly yeah. they watching it but they under duress right <laughs> duress. so of course it's not it's not fun when you be like y'all bitch i hope she don't come home with the kids while she out with the groceries <laughs>
1: turn it to the jack off ninja
2: right versus you gotta watch it but like i don't give a fuck
1: the findings published in the latest archives of sexual behavior previous studies that suggest porn has a negative influence all around uh but researchers who carried out the latest pro think women may simply be more at ease watching such material and probably use it to spice up things in their own relationship men however tend to use porn as a substitute for sex when their own love life is flagging or they are away from their partner for long periods despite the short-term period it gets i mean pleasure it gives porn simply reminds them how unhappy they are
2: that's not true
1: yeah I, it might be for some people for some people yes you know i think a lot of us have that guilt complex from religion and shit too true. you know like people are programmed we're fucked yeah. up you know access to sex films has never been easier with the booming availability of online material but psychologists are still debating the real impact of porn's popularity um uh, so yeah but yeah i said women apparently if your wife uh get your wife some porn guys go to adam and Eve. all right mm-hmm. hook it up uh all right let's get into some uh fucking with black people um let me find the fucking with black people music we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys it's time to play the game that we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game where we get articles from all over the globe and we score them from 0 to 100 in intervals of 25 for how much we feel fucked with as black people today's contestants everybody and let's see who's first oh uh, apparently hovin and post mm-hmm. said a leaked 2015 memo told democrats don't offer support for black lives matter policy positions Don't offer support for the concrete policy positions of Black Lives Matter protesters, the chief organization charged with electing Democrats to the House of Representatives, warned its candidates in an internal memo leaked online on Wednesday. The document was posted online by Guccifer 2.0, who is a hacker who has claimed to be responsible for the Democratic National Committee email leak. Guccifer claims the document is from the personal computer of House Minority Leader Nancy Pelosi, a number of cybersecurity firms and Democrats have attributed the, the leaks to Russian hackers, though Guccifer 2.0 has denied working for the Kremlin. Uh, presidential candidates have struggled to respond to the tactics of Black Lives Matter movement, reads the memo, st- sent by Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee staffer in November, while there has been little engagement with House candidates, candidates and campaign staff should be prepared. This document should not be emailed or handed to anyone outside of the building. Please only give to campaign staff these best practices in meetings or over the phones. Uh, black Lives Matter has become a force during the 2016 uh, election by repeatedly calling out presidential candidates to address the systemic inequalities faced by black Americans um police pelosi's office declined to comment on the leak. the memo which describes black lives matter as a radical movement that aims to end anti-black racism lists several suggestions for how democratic congressional candidates should handle an encounter with black lives matter activists if approached by black lives matter activists campaign staff should offer to meet with local activists invited black lives matter attendees should be limited attendees should be limited please aim for personal or small group meetings listen to their concerns, don't offer support for concrete policy positions. The memo includes advice on what exactly to say to Black Lives Matter activists. It recommends avoiding phrases like all lives matter and warns not to bring up black-on-black crime since the response will garner additional media scrutiny and only anger Black Lives Matter activists. Uh, By the way, this went out in 2015. Bill Clinton said this shit in 2016, but anyway. Uh, House Democrats were also advised to say that Police violence requires a national conversation and to acknowledge that a history of systemic racism continues to confront the daily lives of African Americans. The Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee highly respects and values the leadership of Black Lives Matter movement. Meredith Kelly, National Press Secretary of the DCCC, said in a statement Wednesday, in less than two years, Black Lives Matter has evolved from three words into a political force that is changing and awakening our nation. At the DCCC, we highly encourage our candidates to not only embrace the importance of this movement but to meet with and listen to community activists to partner social change. Um yeah, so uh what would you say, Karen? Zero to a hundred. That's zero. All right. Um I also give it a zero. Now I'm not in Black Lives Matter. I'm not in any organization or people trying
2: Right. They're basically coaching people who may have like they're like, hey, let these are things that you don't do and we kind of want to have a unified front on this and don't be promising stuff that you can't deliver that you can't do
1: yeah um and their organization and also I just to me it seems predictable that they would send something out at some point like hey here are the third rail topics with this organization. Right,
2: don't do this because we We don't. haven't
1: decided how like how to how what legislation we're gonna do. We haven't decided. So don't go out here and promise shit that you can't deliver. You come back to us and we're like, here's why you can't do that. Um and obviously the um political implications of saying shit like all lives matter or what about black on black crime are are things that you need to get ahead of don't don't keep making that same mistake because
2: we don't seen it and it's been the headline it's been trending on twitter like y'all we've been paying attention i know you had now in timbuk too but we have on a national level don't do that shit
1: and that's what also that's what privilege is you know like that's what privilege is it, it, those responses are privilege. the what about black on black crime well all lives matter to me that's that privilege talking and then, like don't say that um black lives matter has put a statement on facebook saying we are disappointed at the dccc's placated response to our demand to devalue all black life black communities deserve to be heard not handled people are dying whether Republican, Democrat, or otherwise, our elected officials have an ethical and, dem- and democratic responsibility to make legislation that reflects the needs of our constitu- of their constituents. That includes black people facing life-threatening challenges because of racist failed policies. We demand and are fighting every day for a radical transformation of American democracy where all black lives are valued. We expect that our elected officials still will stop pacifying and take us seriously. We encourage all policymakers and elected officials to read the movement for black lives policy platform and commit to legislation in the first place. 100 days that ensure that black lives matter now one of the problems with this is this document is from 2015 black lives matter as an organization did not come up with a platform until this year like a month or two ago
2: right yes sir
1: so even even then when when they said don't uh commit to any policy decisions that makes sense they didn't have any policy positions as an org Other and then what's funny is if other orgs would have gotten got their policy positions heard which let's be fair those people actually did go meet with the president they went and go met met with officials and stuff if they would have got their stuff heard then those people basically get called out as traitors being Mm -hmm. compromised uh like it's not a simple thing Mm -mm. and the way that the DCCC, which this obviously this is fairly new to them, this this movement and this the demands that are being made, they're going to come out with some banner guidelines for everyone. That's what organizations do, you know. And I'm sure that the, if if you hacked the Black Lives Matter organization or if you hacked individual um, people within uh, the movement. You would find certain shit that would make them look bad publicly, but were completely reasonable otherwise. You know, like, hey, let's, in our interviews, let's say this from now on. Hey, no more doing this. Don't meet with these people. Shit like that, where publicly the scrutiny would be, y'all don't want to meet with nobody? I thought y'all said, you know, shit like that. So, in my opinion, maybe it's just because I don't have very high expectations of people and political processes. I was not fucked with at all by this. I was more fucked that fucked with by the way the headline was titled and uh how like certain people were trying to make it seem like look at this corrupt organization when really it was like this is pretty much what every organization would do. If Black Lives Matter started interrupting our podcast, we would have a a, a conversation about like, we well this is be- how we're handling this from now on. Cause uh not everything can be understood right away, grasped right away and like i said at the time people weren't not only were they not giving policy um recommendations to government officials they also weren't talking with them or meeting with them like all this shit took a process so but anyway they got what they wanted whoever hacked it they got the response mm-hmm. from black lives matter and the headline and And my
2: thing they are taking you seriously that was the point of the unification because that's not funny because they were not taking you seriously they wouldn't have been on no unification front.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. they wouldn't have sent out anything.
2: Right, they sending it out because... When you said, don't
1: take somebody serious, you just go, yeah, tell them whatever the fuck you want. We don't care.
2: Right, but they take you seriously, so they were like, hey, y'all can't be out here saying dumb shit. Yeah, what do
1: you think the email was going to say? Listen to each one of their special causes and hold their hands and really look them in the eye. Like, the email's not going to say that. It's not. Every company I've ever worked for, the, email, the email's not going to say that, so can't say i'm surprised at all um so i'll just leave it at that mm-hmm. um all right uh here's another story this is uh kind of interesting turn the volume up on this play
3: i feel it, it was uh very malicious Upstate parents are looking for answers tonight after they say a teacher threw away their 1st grader's shoes. The student attended Bryson Elementary School in Simpsonville. 7 News Aaron Rogers spoke to the family about what happened and what they want done. She began to cry, no mommy, I don't want to wear those sandals.
0: Black bows and rhinestones are now at the center of a controversy. I like with my shoes and the teacher told me like eight times or seven. And I never listened. She says the strap was bothering her in math class last week. But even at six years old, Taraji Edwards admits her part, but says the issue is what happened after.
3: She said because my teacher threw them in the trash and she had me walking around bad feet for a while and then she told me I can go into the trash and get my shoes and put them back on. Which has her mother upset. I feel it just was malicious behavior. I'M ANGRY ABOUT IT BECAUSE SHE COULD HAVE USED a, a BETTER METHOD.
0: AND THE FIRST GRADER FEELING SINGLED OUT. I FEEL embarrassed AND I DID NOT LIKE HOW SHE TREATED ME AND THAT'S NOT A WAY THAT I CAN MAKE FRIENDS. THE MOTHER TOLD ME SHE DID TALK TO THE PRINCIPAL AND TEACHER AT BRYSON ELEMENTARY.
3: SHE EASILY CONFESSED, YES I DID. I TOLD HER TO LEAVE THE SHOES ALONG.
0: THE DISTRICT DID SEND A STATEMENT SAYING, Greenville County Schools is taking this family's concerns very seriously. The district does not tolerate embarrassment or humiliation as a form of punishment. The parents have had meetings with the district and school board. They say they want to see action taken against the teacher, but don't know if they'll send their daughter back to school.
3: I haven't made a decision what we're going to do further because I need to gain some trust.
0: And she's not the only one. I do not want to get treated like that, I'm only six. The mother told Ah. the district did approve a homebound teacher for her daughter today and as for the investigation, the district says that is still ongoing. In Greenville, Aaron Rogers, 7 News.
3: The Greenville County School District says because this is a personnel matter, it won't be releasing the teacher's name or what disciplinary action is taken, if
1: any. One, that needs to change. Two, um, I don't know if it's just the adorableness of that little black girl, but... uh, yeah somebody gotta get fucked up like we not throwing my baby's shoes in the trash like we know that punishment is biased as fuck even from the time that we have little black kids in school you know with over disciplining the black kids for little shit fidgeting with your shoe like if her strap was bothering her or whatever um even if you had to discipline that person you discipline that kid like you discipline every other kid so if it's go to the corner for time out go to the if principal's
2: office even if
1: you took her shoes off and just put them to the side until it was time for recess or whatever and said
2: baby put them back on y'all see that they're irritating you right.
1: right even if it was that because i'm not a teacher and i don't want to turn into this a person that's just devoid of any like uh understanding that teachers have a difficult job and uh it's not a, like everything's not gonna be in a handbook when you're dealing with children everything's not gonna be a hundred percent right all the time i get that you'll get frustrated you're human blah 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 this shit was unprofessional as fuck you as a as a adult through a tantrum essentially going shoes in the trash telling her to go get her shoes out the trash are you motherfucking crazy you know what i mean first of all you should have got the shit out of the trash you put them there she didn't put them shoes there second of all you should have never put them in the trash like i know you did that shit angrily i know it wasn't some nice ha 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 shit it was so i'm gonna throw your shit in the trash huh now you happy they ain't got no shoes like it was some bullshit like that man i yeah yeah
2: she. yeah that that mama's a good mama like i said this is why i had no kids because bitch you call me talking about you don't know, do my child's shoes in the trash can that i pay my motherfucking money for we'd have had problems that there been some problems
1: yeah i don't even blame her for um i don't even blame her for saying she's not sure what she's gonna put her kid back right. in school
2: Mm-mm. and this is why people realize shit like this is why a large increase of black parents homeschool, like, 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 homeschooling for brown children has went through the roof, because so many parents are like, I do not want to deal with the school system, or either, what a, what a lot of parents do, you might have older uh, black teachers in neighborhoods and shit like that, where you have okay? I was a math teacher. I was an English teacher. I was such such teacher. And they'll get together, and they will actually school children because we're like, I don't want to deal with this. I do, I need to go to work. I don't need you calling me every day about minor shit my child my child has done. I don't need my child to actually deal with racism. You know, when people say that, people go, well, you start getting your chi-. my child is gonna have to deal with white people. White people better realize we got to deal with y'all. Y'all can opt not to deal with us. So it's one of those things where my child not knowing how to interact with white children is dumb. It's, it's, it's just ignorant. Yeah, That's I don't... Well, comment.
1: I literally don't know the race of the teacher or anything to do with her classmates or anything like that. No,
2: but the but the parent is black and the child is black. We're saying a lot of parents pull their children out of school because they have to deal with these minor things it could have been a black teacher it don't matter but they have to deal with these minor infractions against their children or harsher punishments against their children a lot of times they do it because even if you're black you this is stemming from somewhere
1: yeah all right yeah i agree i 100 for me 100 i don't i don't know what would you give it i'm sorry i didn't ask
2: oh 100 yeah just just listening to that just made me upset and then the baby was precious and the baby was the baby made her her i wasn't paying attention yeah i admit that but 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 right. you know it did you didn't have to throw my shit in the trash can
1: <sighs> boy Mm-mm-mm.
2: yeah 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 y'all, y'all wonder why we don't have children Mm-mm.
1: yeah that's that's not why that's not why i don't have children but still that's that's ridiculous Mm-mm. nah somebody had to get slapped I'm like fuck that
2: yeah, honey. And you know what? And like I said, my, my petty would have been on fleet. I'd have been at, I'd have been at every board meeting. I'd have been, I'd, they had to come and arrest me every day. She showed up in school. I'd have been standing in front of, standing in front of the bus stop with my sign flipped. Talking yeah, about it, her.
1: My thing is this. If you, I don't want to just have a meeting. I don't want just on a confession. Something needs to be done.
2: Something. If you
1: don't do shit, then how can I trust you as a fucking facility that you take my child and treat her as equal as you would any other kid?
2: Oh yeah. Sorry, I can't
1: t- trust you until you do that.
2: They would get tired of me. i would make time. They would see me every goddamn day. Oh, oh, she's still here today. Okay, I'll be back tomorrow. She's she's still here today. Oh, I'll be back tomorrow. When is her boy meeting? I got the right to know. You know. Okay. Okay, I'll be there.
1: And the fact they won't publicly say, that's just, it's, it's embarrassing.
2: Right, because you don't, it's like the universe you don't plan on punishing her. Let's just keep that real. You do not plan on punishing this woman.
1: Right, essentially. All right, man, we just.
2: Um, oh, yeah, that, yeah. that's a hundred.
1: Yeah, just got to get them a hundred. Uh, dad with an interracial family opens up about his own biases uh, to confront stereotypes uh i have a confession to make that's a simple opening statement to a bay area father's facebook post admitting that he still harbors some racial biases despite the fact that he's the father of a black child uh he said frank somerville a lot of people say they follow him and uh they know him he's an anchor for san francisco's fox affiliate ktvu he confessed in a post on monday that he had an embarrassing but necessary experience to share with his fans he wrote that even though he was a, has a biracial family." He recently had a racial bias against a black man whom he saw walking in the direction of a white woman at a bus stop at night. Somerville wrote that he um, instinctively told himself to keep an eye on the man in case he planned to bother the woman in some way. Uh, What he saw next, however, forced him to confront his unfair racial bias against the man as he as he's as he was walking and i noticed a little boy running to catch up with him the little boy then grabbed his dad's hand all of a sudden my whole view of the guy changed i realized he was dad just walking down the street with his son i realized that he was okay and wasn't going to do anything i was so angry with myself the man did absolutely nothing wrong and yet i initially saw him as a possible threat and let's be honest the main reason was because of his skin color he wrote that his inherent bias exposed some unpleasant realities about himself the whole way home i was thinking to myself i grew up in berkeley i have a black daughter and yet i still have that fucking bias what the fuck is wrong with me he noted the hypocrisy in his thinking versus the warnings he had issued his daughter about others treating her unfairly for being black And on top of that, I just talked to my daughter about how people might treat her differently from her white sister based solely on her skin color. And now here I am doing the exact same thing. I was and am really disappointed in myself, but it also shows how strong that bias can be. And I hope by telling this story and that maybe it will get other people to think about their biases. We all have them. And the only way to eliminate them, uh, and the only way to eliminate them is to realize that they are there in the first place. His post has been shared nearly a thousand times and sparked an interesting debate on Facebook about racism, with Somerville arguing that he has to open up about his own experiences with racial bias if he wants to promote racial equality in his work and his life. Um, yeah, there's people who were saying that um his racial biases were that he said he had are not racial biases. What are they then? Um
2: the, the prejudice
1: they were saying that um you know it, maybe it wasn't his skin color frank it was how he was dressed if he were wearing a suit would you have thought that way he said i'm sure the dress had something to do with it but the guy was if the guy was white i can honestly say that my radar wouldn't have gone up like that your quote unquote reaction to the guy on the street is the same as many have every day. When all people hear about each day is racial divide and inequality, you feed anger with fear. It's your job to create controversy because controversy sells. Your company is paid by advertisers based on percentage of viewers. So here you are hoping to draw more in with your posts that are designed to do just that. By the way, that dude's name is Dave Cowardin, which, good God. <laughs> Irony! uh frank says dave honestly there is no hidden agenda here the last thing i want to do is create fear this post is about what's happening to me the other day and how i was mad at myself for thinking that no one uh tells me what to write i write what i believe in or i write about things that i think people might find interesting i would never write something to, for effect that's not who i am uh i used to go out of my way to be nice to african-american people says susan mosley Sermic.
2: Oh, this ain't go in well. Then okay. I did
1: others to make up for any injustice they were getting. A black friend pointed out that was not helping. Mm-mm. I should be treating all people the same. Not as right. easy as it looks, but something I work on every day and maybe one day I will be it will be second nature. And he says, That was very honest of you to share, thank you. Uh so a lot of people have been on this post, but yeah, um zero to a hundred Care? Oh, he
2: get a zero.
1: Yeah, zero for him, um hundred for a couple of them responses. Right. But
2: he, he get a zero because The thing is, half of the battle is just admitting that there's something wrong. Mm -hmm. And you can't get people to admit that. So when people, quote, unquote, want to have this conversation, there's no way in having a conversation when you have a whole group of people that will not even acknowledge that it's a problem in the first place. Basically. So why are we talking? It's like, I go... I got to do with racism, and people go nice, nah, prejudice, nice, nah, bias I know nah, I'm dealing with racism. people go nah, mm. it was in your mind, nah, you made that up. Are you sure that's what happened? Are you sure it ain't what you had on? Are you sure it ain't how you look? I mean, what pers- did you do wrong?
1: He's telling you straight up, I did this' because it was racist,
2: and they don't wanna hear
1: right, and you're sitting up there like, nah, can't be that.
2: <laughs> right because you have the same response and, and if you acknowledge that he's right you're acknowledging that you're in that same boat
1: <coughs> sorry yeah so uh, zero for him
2: well, <coughs> and good for him because you get half the people want to get that far
1: yep so I ain't even mad at him dog. Mm-hmm.
2: Touch your body. My tight Levi's. Yes. Everybody's got a body like you. My cowboy But I gotta think twice. I give my
1: heart away. And I know all the games you play. Because I play, play them now. too. Oh, but I need some time off. I'm that emotion. Tip my heart up off the floor. Oh my god. Dump the ocean. Well, it takes control of me, baby. But I've showing
0: you the door. Because I got to have
3: faith, faith, faith. I got to have faith. Because I
2: got to have faith, faith, faith. faith. I got to have faith, faith, faith. Baby. Yes.
1: Remember how he was working them jeans?
2: What? Yeah, them <laughs> tight-ass <laughs> Levi jeans. <laughs> he was working them jeans? <laughs> yes, they was tight too.
1: Yeah, that's white people news, guys. But you guys knew that. Um, <laughs> Tom Sizemore.
2: Now you don't know who the hell this is. Uh,
1: Tom Sizemore, who's an actor. He was in, um, he's be- most famous for Saving Private Ryan.
2: Okay, who was he in Saving Private Ryan?
1: Uh, I can show you his picture, because we have the magic of the internet. Uh, <laughs> and it'll probably take less time to explain. Uh, that's a mugshot. Okay uh that's him as savior private ryan he's the one on the left of tom hanks okay so he's one of those that guys you know him he's been in several things right anyway he's uh could face three years in jail after being charged by authorities following the domestic violence incident
3: oh shit
1: yeah um he allegedly beat up his girlfriend in july according to tmz the 54 year old actor could face a nice stretch in jail or convicted in court the website reports that the la city attorney has charged the blackout down star with de- domestic violence battery and terrorist threats mm. the charge follows on uh from reports that the actor was arrested by police after his girlfriend accused him of hitting her during an argument if found guilty on all three charges the actor who was starred in the likes of heat natural born killers and saving private ryan could face a jail term of three years
2: hmm. the thing is what's so sad You get more time for beating than raping. Didn't somebody rape somebody and got six months and we now we're talking about three years?
1: Let's see what he gets sentenced to.
2: Okay, my bad. Before we say that. Okay
1: cause there's a good chance he ain't gonna say spend a day in jail We've oh seen. that's
2: true pay a few fines
1: Being a woman is not that controversial these days
0: apparently
1: not you might make some headlines but they have very few people going to jail for this shit <laughs> hey, especially rich people with you know with some fame and some money No, he probably won't spend no time in jail Okay, was we, we'll the last person money. that went to jail for domestic violence right mm. uh
2: <laughs>
1: exactly <laughs> Uh, I guess
2: crimes against women just we, just we just don't no punishment.
1: I believe he had a sex tape a long time ago. It was terrible. Nobody watched it because it's so bad.
2: Yeah, so we'll we'll see. He uh, we'll probably get probation.
1: Yeah, he probably won't get anything. That's my guess.
2: A few hours of community service.
1: He probably maybe an ankle bracelet, ho you know, house arrest. I think he's been in, in trouble with the law before for four months. Yeah, so. I'm gonna start this next, so i
2: take that comment back y'all i'm sorry
1: start this next session real quick um but yeah not surprised at all that he's getting um you know that he's at least getting uh charged again because apparently he's gotten in trouble a lot and the, his sex tape has drug use he's hiring prostitutes like
0: oh uh, okay
1: yeah. yeah uh the fast living star was taken into custody last month in downtown los angeles When police received reports of a screaming woman who later told investigators the actor had fought fought verbally and then hit her in the face and head. Uh, He's had past issues with drugs and was convicted of assault and battery in 2003 on his ex-girlfriend, Heidi Fleiss, uh, who's the Hollywood madam. Uh, And he was booked on a $50,000 bail. But he caught a break, don't they always, Mm -hmm. when the district attorney said they would not be charging him with a felony in a violent incident. So there you go guys tom sizemore white people news Mm -hmm. um other white people news mariah carey hurled a laptop out of a window after a fiance played a beyonce song
3: oh shit now
1: yep apparently mariah carey is uh a a bit of a diva karen who would have known
2: black on keyboard violence
1: (laughs) uh yeah so apparently um she uh heard him he put he had a laptop where he was playing a beyonce song because it was like a romantic dinner he was trying to have he's a billionaire and she apparently did not like that it was a beyonce song it was crazy in love he thought it represented the love he has for for her and vice Aww, versa sweet. she apparently threw the computer. um out of a window so
2: apparently she ain't in formation
1: i guess not no she is not in. she's like i'm out of
2: formation
1: someone might say she's jealous but uh it's all right i'm sure he's still with us so i guess she'll always be his baby i guess so mm-hmm uh, i'm surprised that, that laptop couldn't butterfly i'm tell you uh <laughs> Um, yeah, oh boy, what a disaster. Mariah through the computer that was playing it via, uh, speakers out the window, a source told the site. Seriously, she just trashed it. She ran out the room screaming. Well, this makes sense, though, because I think Nick Cannon even said that when they had sex, they had sex to heard music. And that was recently. He dropped that bombshell. <clears throat> the source added that, so the, so the night was obviously finished for James. They retreated to separate parts of the house she had a few glasses of wine to cool down a few glasses i hear you mariah uh she reportedly prefers well, so
2: there's not going to be a mariah Carey beyonce collaboration going on anytime soon i'm assuming not probably not
1: okay uh, it's not the first time the star has been labeled a diva by fans she famously asked for a red carpet line with candles to be laid out for her in 2005 as she entered a hotel uh, I also heard she called ahead to a restaurant one time and told them to only play her music because she had reservations. So. Ha ah, ah! ha! Hey, somebody will deal with it, then then I guess it's okay. I'm
2: trying to tell you. Uh, Ice Road Trip. I'll be calling somebody. You know what? I don't want to hear nothing but my podcast in the background while we go out to eat.
1: Right. I'm the funniest podcast in the world. I listen to myself, nigga. I wanna hear these other niggas jokes and stories.
2: No, I ain't I ain't got time for it.
1: I wanna hear your takes. What about my takes?
2: they the only takes that matter.
1: Uh Ice Road trucker star Daryl Ward is killed in a plane crash. And he was en route to film a new show about airplane disasters.
2: Oh. <laughs> he ain't make it, did he? Uh
1: no, he was killed, Karen. Uh he was What fun-
2: an airplane tragedy
1: it was he was flying with a co-pilot when the cessna single engine plane crashed and upro- up on approach near the rock creek airport on uh, interstate 90 he had just left the great american truck show in dallas texas um uh, <clears throat> he became popular over the past four seasons for his fearlessness in traveling dangerous terrain he's also well known for helping other truckers in need Mm-mm-mm. this mother truck is dead now mm-hmm. It's on that big rig in the sky um yep uh the cause of the wreck remains under investigation uh the plane was making this approach when the accident occurred witnesses who were watching and waiting for the airplane to land stated that the aircraft went into a stall as it pulled up and unfortunately the pilot wasn't able to gain control
2: oh i didn't know what that means
1: <clears throat> stall it's one like the engines cut out and shit
2: um.
0: I had a
1: teacher in uh, a science teacher at ninth grade. They used to tell us a she told us a story about how she was learning to fly, and her favorite thing was to take the plane up pretty high to the engine stalls, and then you start diving a little bit. The the engine cuts back on, and I was like, "This woman is gonna fail me."
2: Uh. Oh. <laughs> uh. Okay, so so it's a rush or a high off of that or something. You gotta be okay. i guess
1: so um so yeah he called himself an adrenaline junkie i guess he overdosed Apparently, he enjoys hunting fishing camping and dirt bike riding he'd occasionally help local authorities fight fires forest fires according to a statement announcing his death he became very popular over the past four seasons for his fearlessness and traveling dangerous terrain uh yeah that's sad man uh he recently he had promoted a food drive to help people that were victims of the floods in Louisiana.
2: Oh, doing great things
1: and he was uh scheduled to appear as a grand march for the truck convoy for special olympics in nova scotia so he was living his dream man mm-hmm. just got caught up and got killed man rest in peace brother mm-hmm. uh girls just gotta have fun kate Beckinsdale sizzles in black as she and nba star chandler parsons hit the hard nightclub
2: was a Chandler Parsons
1: you don't know him because he's a white man can she find a one white man in the NBA okay
2: because I was like and dated him I, I don't know no Chandler Parsons what yeah. team he play on
1: I like. I, I'm surprised you didn't ask who Kate Beckinsdale was
2: I don't know who she is either
1: Jesus Christ
2: <laughs> don't y'all know who these folks is
1: Kate Beckinsdale is the lead uh actress from the underground series I mean is that called underground no that's not what it's called underworld Ooh pick that tank up off the ground
2: okay yes 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 Yes. i know who
1: she is yeah underworld uh well she's a vampire yes and she's fucking that dude that's a half vampire half werewolf or something
2: yep i know exactly what you're talking about now
1: yep well she went on a date uh with chandler parsons and they was out on the town and all black whitening it up oh mm-hmm. good for you chandler um so she was she's 43 years old he's 27
2: she about to take you underground after y'all finish
1: und, und, underworld but yes underground
2: underworld underwater
1: oh Jesus Christ <laughs> I'm not even gonna report that on five <laughs>
0: it's
1: too much um and white folks news also uh Charlie Sheen got all his ex-wives to accept significantly reduced child support payments
2: <laughs>
1: good for you Charlie Sheen
2: good for you
1: Apparently Brooke Mueller and Denise Richards have agreed to around $25,000 a month. They were each getting $55,000 a month. Charlie's now making next to nothing, which is shocking given his previous earning power with two and a half men in anger management. Uh, sources report that Brooke and Denise both knew if Charlie went to court for a reduction, the judge would probably drop the payments to $10,000 a month or maybe even lower. We're told Charlie threw in some real estate for Brooke and Denise and committed to doing a show with Denise we're also told charlie is liquidating his access because he's facing a slew of legal claims so there you go guys it was happens. like i
2: drop it but i got some property out of it
1: uh andrea tentaros t- uh the fox news anchor who was extremely uh dismissive of rape victims and things of this nature but now she's of course suing for sexual harassment mm-hmm. uh it's been a lot going on with that first of all she's suing him you know like uh she you know she she's claiming that she was harassed by uh bill o'reilly and stuff like this uh you have a wild side what falafel fantasist bill o'reilly allegedly told fox news host andrea tantaros as he tried to lure her to his very private long island home um one thing that's becoming kind of mixed in some of this shit that i don't Understand or know the rules of is some of this shit is them having that frat boy culture over there, and like some of this shit is like if you ask somebody out from work, like I don't like I don't know the rules on what's harassment and not. If you say hey, would you like to go out, and it's like no, okay, that's not is that gonna come up in a sexual harassment claim? Because I think there's a difference between I ask you out, you say no. Shot my shot. It's a wrap. And I ask you out. You say no. And I say, well, if you want this promotion, you gonna let me see them titties, right? You know, like the same. So I, I wonder what all she's counting. But she says she was sexually harassed by Bill O'Reilly this past February in her lawsuit against Fox News. Says he told her on multiple occasions he could see her as a wild girl, and that she has a wild side. I guess in Republican that means I'm trying to fuck. O'Reilly also invited (laughs) her to stay. (laughs) gotta speak white male Republican to get that one O'Reilly also invited Tantaros to stay at his Long Island home telling her it was very private she claims in a lawsuit O'Reilly settled a sexual harassment lawsuit filed by producer Andrea Macris in 2004 she detailed her phone sex with O'Reilly in her complaint including a phone sex conversation where he called a loofah a falafel (laughs) he tanked (laughs) that's petty as fuck and I love it she she's so petty she put the tank of loofah into the motherfucking um, into the documents for sexual harassment that's wow I don't blame you uh, O'Reilly is not named as a defendant in the Tantaro's lawsuit uh, Bill O'Reilly uh, has been accused of making unwanted sexual advances towards former Fox News host yeah if it was repeated then yeah that that does violate something mm-hmm. like if it's one time I get it she shot you down the end but if you doing this shit all the time you in trouble bro and he already got a case that he lost in the past like that ain't a good look Mm-mm. uh but yeah um she told his exes that the networks about the harassing she claims they responded by no longer having her appear on o'reilly's program but took no other action
0: i believe that
1: yeah because he's also the big dog
2: oh yeah he, did, he won their biggest draws
1: right and they probably looked at it like well we're not firing you so you welcome um and i don't even know what other action would be taken there i mean they're not gonna fire him
0: of course
1: not you know maybe take him out the air or something find him i don't know there's gotta be things they could have done between those two things between firing somebody and just going well you just won't go on there anymore um so yep she's suing them um well if I took you down there I'd want to take a shower with you right away that would be the first thing I'd do yeah we check into a room we order up some room service what is this this is a oh that's to his old uh that's to the woman he lost the lawsuit to he said that to her so I guess he didn't go that far with uh Tantaros but he hinted definitely um she says Fox News, <laughs> I'm sorry this is funny to me fox news masquerades as a defender of traditional family values but behind the scenes it operates like a sex-filled playboy mansion like colt steeped in intimidation and decency and misogyny claims andrea tardaro's in the lawsuit which was filed on. no one's surprised by this Mm -mm. how are you even trying to pretend like they betrayed everyone was like that place is obviously a shit show and they're a bunch of hypocrites and she's like yeah guys can you believe it i'm shocked
2: i'm not baby
1: yeah like it still doesn't make them right and you should probably win your lawsuit but damn don't act like you believed i thought it was a christian values place no you didn't
0: Mm -mm. uh
1: anyway they called her a wannabe sexual harassment victim uh fox news did
2: i believe that too
1: yep cnn's brian stetler fox uh uh, fox filed a response to tantara's lawsuit this week claiming that she had all the characteristics of a wannabe sexual harassment victim who's suing just to make a quick buck tentaro's unverified complaint on august 22nd bears all the hallmarks of a wannabe the network charging this response she claims now that she's uh, she too was victimized by roger ells when in fact contrary to her pleading she never complained of any such conduct in the course of an investigation months ago fox's response also slammed tantaras for being an opportunist who was fired from the company back in april for allegedly writing an unauthorized book that breached the terms of contract in the lawsuit filed last week her attorneys claimed that fox news operates a sex-fueled playboy mansion like cult steeped in intimidation and decent massaging here's the thing is even if she's lying i hope she still wins me too y'all employ people because they lie that's why y'all do it and then you get if you got that's like you gave the scorpion a, a fucking a ride across the river on your back and got stung halfway through and you're like oh i can't believe this shit nigga that's what you do you hire people to do that stacy dash recently said something about it's racist over there yeah no shit they hire they pay you to be it you know what i mean like none of this is surprising and it's just funny that at the end of the day, they get out of formation and uh, I blame Trump for this and it's good. Uh anyway, um let's get into some guest the race guys. That was white people news. Um let's see. Now that it's time for some guest the race. That's right, it's guest the race time. Now, now that, that it's time for some Guess the Race. That's right, it's Guess the Race time. <laughs> That's right, it's time for Guess the Race. I, the number one game show going across all the podcast land where we read or play articles from all over the globe. And we ask our contestants today, Karen in the chat room, to Guess the Race. And the chat room in Karen are races. Yes,
2: and I did it.
1: You didn't do it loud. You don't do it loud anymore. I don't know what happened. Used to say, ba Now it's just like, ba <laughs> So I got y'all. I got y'all audiences. You, care you got me covered. Down. No, I got the audience. The, this, is, <laughs> this is your dereliction of duty. And arrest affidavit for. Oh, wait. Guess the race is brought to you by Bevel. That's right. Bevel is the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse and curly hair. And to the skin, step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps. You can get clear, smoother skin with Bevel. Nas, the voice of get, the Get Down, which uh our premium podcast review is out officially, me and Wall Street. Um mm-hmm. the he is an early investor in the company. All right. Nas makes good, savvy business decisions, y'all. Um, and from design to performance to customer service, Bevel over delivers. I know whenever I need something, hit him with the email, give him a phone call, taking care of in minutes. You know, I need a replacement brush, if I need a replacement, uh razor if i need to cut down on certain things with deliveries because you know depending on your shaving schedule you might not use everything in the box you can even say hey can i take a month off in the box we got you so all you got to do is go to com. code tbgwt they give you 20% off of your first month right now com. that's G E T B E V E L. dot com and code tbgwt to get 20% off an arrest affidavit for oklahoma mother revealed new details about the man she allegedly shot august 29th officers were called to a home in paoli after learning about a man suffering from a gunshot wound we arrived on location when we found a 31 year old man who had been shot he was on the porch of a residence according to the arrest affidavit the victim told investigators that valerie fowler shot him in his girlfriend's bedroom report oh, states shit. that he was shot twice while airlifted to oklahoma city hospital for the treatment uh the woman called around 7 20 a.m to report that she shot a man inside her home uh, authorities then spoke with her daughter. According to the rest of the day, she told police the victim comes over at least three times a week after her mother leaves for work. On that day, she said they were in the bed kissing when Fowler kicked in the bedroom door. The girl said she jumped out of bed, which is when Fowler allegedly fired a gun at the victim as he was trying to get out of the bed. The girl also told investigators that Fowler fired a second round at the victim while he was walking down the hallway to the front door they arrested 34 year old valerie fowler for arrest assault and battery with a deader deadly weapon yeah i can't blame her she's 34 he's 31 her child is 16 the fuck are you doing in my house in this bed with this little girl um i mean that's what they make guns for anyway guess the race karen
2: black
1: Alright, let's check the chat room see what they say um uh She has to know it will come back on her, but it must. but it must be so, okay. right. Annie O'Fay. Okay, there you go. White. Both daughter and the man call her by her first name. <laughs> Sarah, get out. White. Uh all right, the correct answer is everybody's guessing white on this one. The correct answer is white. I was wrong. Karen, what'd you say?
2: I said black. I was wrong.
1: There you go. And that's her picture right there. Looking kind of sad. And that's her mugshot looking like, well, sometimes you got to shoot a motherfucker.
2: Come on.
1: Messing with my baby. Uh, let's see what else happened. Um, a retired nurse is accused of, of suffocating her husband in a Florida hospital bed. Oh, Florida. Oh. Mm-hmm. It is sad, Karen. Um, maybe, I guess, I guess uh, her love was smothering him. <laughs> According to authorities, a retired nurse in Florida has su- Did Droopy Dog do this news? <laughs> According to authorities...
2: Afficated <laughs> her husband while in his hospital bed recovering from back surgery. The 61-year-old Jan Shukalski of Palm Coast was arrested on Monday and charged with second-degree murder for the death of her 64-year-old husband, Henry Shukalski, on May 19th. The arrest report says a nurse discovered Jan on
3: top of her husband in his bed during the moments that preceded his death at Florida Hospital Memorial Medical Center in Daytona Beach. Jan Schakowsky denies killing her
1: husband. Well, she denied it, so obviously she didn't. Someone snuck in and did it.
2: Why? The be nurse the, was like, I'll, hey, I'll walk in here. Probably because I was getting some readings on a monitor.
1: Be on the lookout for a one-armed man. Uh, let's check the chat room see what they believe the race is. White. Uh, white woman's love took his breath away. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh one white one white lady who that was sick of his shit old oh old white lady that's sick of shit as white as her sensible nurse shoes didn't smother him with hot grits honky uh Ah, ah. everybody's guessing white on this one everyone you're correct (laughs) and that's what she looked like
2: Somebody says using a woman's tears to her advantage.
1: White woman tears. Mm-hmm. Flooding them. Yep. She smothered that motherfucker.
2: Yeah, she smothered that poor man.
1: Lay your head on my pillow. I guess. Lay my pillow on your
0: head. And just relax, relax, relax.
1: Mm hmm.
0: Uh. It'll
2: be over soon. <laughs> that's what she was saying
1: (laughs) oh man a woman in Texas enslaved two Mexican immigrants for 14 years and told them that she was the voice of God what a federal jury last week convicted a Texas woman of illegally harboring undocumented Mexican women and forcing them to work as slaves in her home cleaning business for nearly a decade and a half according to the statement from U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement. Uh, enforcement Olga Sandra Mura, 64 was found guilty of two counts of forced labor and two counts of harboring an illegal alien uh Murrah um uh da, 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 okay apparently Murrah brought, brought uh what is this okay well, she had a woman named only identified as VR so I guess they don't have her full name um and she they settled down in El Paso and then fort worth according to ice the following year she arranged to have another woman identified as ig oh they must not say victims names okay mm-hmm. and they had her transported into the u.s from mexico and she kept both women's identification documents um once in the country both women were put to work by Muir cleaning three or four homes per day up to seven days per week mm, molly they were also required to clean her personal residence and cook her meals, despite being fed only bread and water themselves. They were not paid for their labor, and they were forced to turn over all money and earnest from their house cleaning to Muir. For a short time, Muir also provided uh, IG with false ID papers, allowing her to take several service industry jobs alongside her home cleaning work. Both IG and VR slept on the bedroom floor of Muir's residence, but were occasionally forced to relocate to the gar- garage laundry room or even the yard as punishment they were not allowed to speak with anyone else and they were even required to ask permission to use the restroom Muir maintained control over the enslaved women with a combination of implied on at least one occasion actual violence and religious conditioning she represented herself to women as the voice of God on earth and required them to listen to her religious recordings of mural reading Bible verses and discussing their meaning. While they cleaned homes, she caused both women to believe they would go to hell if they did not obey her. She also threatened to call immigration officials, reportedly telling the women they would be killed, buried in a field with other illegal aliens. Um, shout out to Trump. According to data compiled from, by Polaris, an organization that works attracting in, and in human trafficking and slave labor, uh, around the world 721 of 540 of 5544 cases of tracking reported to the national human trafficking resource center involved labor trafficking second only to incidents of sex slavery for the year uh wow that's a lot
2: mm-hmm. and those are reported so i couldn't imagine an unreported number. right
1: you're tracking a crime that is by nature not going to be documented uh she scheduled to face a hearing in November. If given the maximum penalty, she could face 60 years in prison or pay a one million dollar fine. Uh guess the race karen Uh what was her name? White. Olga Mura. All right, let's check the chat room, and see what they believe. Uh let's see, huh? Uh Thomas Jefferson, long lost daughter, White. Aww. I know my rights, white. White devil trying to inspire the story, 14 years a slave stands for the national anthem white made the woman building her a border while out of white privilege latin ah. the women got confused because god's son is named jesus spelled the same
0: oh
1: the correct answer is and only joe spacey got it she was latin everybody
0: else
1: yes take you that got, you gotta prove this to me you need to see it Okay, yes. all right give me a second uh for some i don't reason. believe you that's her is that like a white woman that you can yeah, exactly. Brown on brown crime. I wonder if people do that to, to Latino people. Mm-hmm. Well they like Oh, you wanna care about immigration? What about brown on brown crime? Y'all enslaving each other. Uh so yep, the voice of God. That's what it looks like if you guys ever want to see what the voice of God looks like. No, thank you. Um all right, last one. Um uh, play the bonus round song. <laughs> Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Double the points, double the race, and the bonus round against the race. So far, I think Karen's, what, one and two?
0: Yeah. I'd have missed a lot.
1: Yeah. So everybody else is all over the place. Let's go. All right. See if we can get it for double the points, though. A drunk bush gardens visitor grabbed Pinky the dancing flamingo threw her to the ground with such force that they had to euthanize it. Veterinarians at Bush Gardens had to euthanize Pinky the dancing flamingo after a man grabbed her from an animal viewing area and threw her to the ground. Joseph Anthony Carraro 45 of orlando was visiting the theme park with his mother and three teenagers on tuesday when he reached into a pen in the jumbo junction area picked up the flamingo and threw her down mm. police say his mother told him to leave the birds alone after he picked up another one and that is when he threw pinky down so hard that his foot was nearly severed yeah flamingo's Ooh. not man not made to be manhandled like that
0: Mm-mm. they
1: little delicate birds uh carraro handed the bird handled the bird violently which suffered injuries so traumatic she could not be saved he was detained by the park security and arrested by Tampa police on the charge of felony animal cruelty after witnesses say they saw him throw the flamingo down Uh witness also said carraro was plastered and that his wife tried to move him away from the bird before he grabbed it a very sad and hard day for us here said the park spokeswoman karen vargasinka following the incident pinky was transported to his animal care center where veterinarians decided to humanely euthanize uh her based on the severity of the injuries uh the judge had strong words for It actually borders on depraved the judge said mr Carraro, uh i don't know if you have other issues i don't know who does that i really don't i don't relate to that on any level that sounds more about you to him but okay uh He served three years in prison in Florida after being corrected or, uh convicted of aggravated assault on a person 65 years or older. So, he beat up old people.
2: And flamingos. And flamingos. Yeah, people that came right back.
1: Felony DUI and fleeing from a law enforcement officer. Pinky, 19, was a Chilean flamingo hatched at the park in 1996. Her dancing movements made her one of the park stars and diva extraordinaire.
2: Oh, you know they mad.
1: Yeah. This is like when Selena got killed. Uh, Pinky, loved to dance for our guests, said Vargasinka. Her keepers say that this was not a trained behavior, but a natural behavior she loved to show off. Flamingos are filter feeders, uh, use their beaks to strain tasty morsels out of the water around them as they wade. Uh, so, know, yeah. White. You're going with white for, what was his name? Joseph Anthony Corral. All right, let's check the chat room and see what they believe his race is. Uh... The real life Randy Marsh. His toe color was also pinky. Oh, Hispanic says Prita.
2: Future serial killer white. Harambe lies matter white. No, Harambe lies supporter white.
1: uh Latin mo- man who doesn't get the meaning of flipping the bird. <laughs> oh,
3: oh,
1: <laughs> oh. man man. Uh, so yeah, the correct ah! the correct answer is, and this is a difficult one to call. Um, But I'm going to have to go with Latino here, guys. I'm going to have to go with Latino. Aww. So, Karen, you missed it. Awesome. And y'all got it right. And there you go. So, it looks Latino to me uh all right
2: my racism been all off
1: you're not good at this game
2: I cl- i'm terrible at this game
1: that's all right it's about the fun of playing and <laughs> that's really what we get out of this all right guys uh all right it's time to wrap it up with some uh swallowed ratchetness That's what happened to pinky the flamingo
0: Apparently so.
1: a man dressed as zora with a plastic sword arrested just before la airport panic false reports of shots fired at the los angeles international airport sunday night started right at, after la police possibly uh, uh wait arrested a man uh who had a mask and was dressed in black carrying a plastic sword hundreds of passengers fled to the streets of the tarmac resulting in major delays that were still being worked out monday afternoon video showed at least six police officers detaining a man dressed as the fictional crime fighter zorro Officers with rifles stormed the airport, panicked travelers, uh, five terminals evacuated or pushed through security. Sam Macon of Los Angeles was waiting for his luggage when he saw the masked man walking through the airport, then noticed police were following him. He followed the video of the results. He also got video of the frightened passengers running away. Yeah, I saw on Twitter people being like, LAX, this shot's fired and shit. Who knew? It's just somebody in a Zoro costume with a plastic sword. What the hell? Wow. Uh, commanding Officer for uh, LAPD Andy Neiman tweeted that loud noises one of the terminals was mistakenly thought to be gunfire. Police responded to a nine one one call of shots fired. Uh, so, and that comes two weeks after that evacuation in New York at JFK Airport, where they thought they had gunshots and turned out to be um, people celebrating. Celebrating. You say both.
2: Yep, Shut the whole place down.
1: You no, know, Jamaicans. They book, 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 All mm-hmm. that shit. And they was like, Oh, oh. you and They was
2: like, What the hell is happening? Up what in kind there? of gun is that? Eight,
1: Kite 47 really? Uh, so there you guys go. We'll be back, uh, next week. Uh, look out for me tomorrow morning on the Five Starter podcast. If you guys listen to that, uh, I'll be on there, guys. So we appreciate y'all for listening
0: until then. I love you. I love you too. Mwah. Mwah.